the Ain't No Fang podcast. From Arizona Sports, Ain't No Fang. The Arizona Diamondbacks decided to bring in some familiar faces. I'm Steve Zinsmeister with Cody Fincher on the Ain't No Fang podcast. And like I mentioned, two names that you might recognize will be joining the Arizona Diamondbacks organization this week. Number one, let's start here, Cody. Let's start with former Cy Young Award winner Dallas Keuchel returning. Well, I shouldn't say returning. Coming to the desert to reunite with his former pitching coach, Brent Strom. That's the obvious connection. Mm-hmm. He's 34 years old. Had uh, spent some time with the Chicago White Sox where he was not so good this season. 4.79 ERA this season. Could he rekindle some of his long-lost magic with his former pitching coach? Well, it's worse than that, Steve. That ERA is 7.88. Just this season? Yeah. Oh, I wrote down Oh, I'm, I wrote down his entire time in Chicago. Yeah. It hasn't been horrible in Chicago. Eh, this it's season. It's still not good. Yeesh. It's it's almost 8. Yeah. He got a he got a big a big deal from the White Sox after he spent won that Cy Young award in Houston and all that. Um That was 2015. That but, was a while ago. But yeah, you're right. Like it, this is it's just the, the Diamondbacks aren't responsible for any of that big money you know what i mean like they're not paying any of what the white Sox gave him they're not they they released him they dfa'd him um so if this is i think a veterans minimum minor league contract thing for the diamondbacks so it's really a no risk possible reward for the diamondbacks because like you said brent strom was his pitching coach when he was in houston and when he was good in houston um and brent strom like we've seen has I don't know. I don't know. He's some kind of wizard or what? I don't know what he is. But he's he's the starting pitching has been way better this year than it has been in the uh, the past couple of years. So I think those two things are correlated. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think they. Yeah. I think that's fair. They to say. might be. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, but Dallas Keuchel two and five this year at the White Sox a seven point eight eight ERA and eight starts, uh, a two point one six WHIP. Only twenty strikeouts in thirty-two innings pitched. He's getting rocked, and yeah, and he doesn't. He's he never. He's never thrown hard or anything like that. But he's just not pitching well. Um, so it, I mean, I don't really see the 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 any downside of signing him and trying to see if they can get anything out of him. Uh, they do have a spot in the rotation that is available and kind of. Uh, open now that Humberto Castellanos is on the injured list with a forearm or elbow problem. I can't remember it. One of the two. Um, something in the something arm. elbow, and it's not <laughs> great. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, Dallas Keuchel, sure, it's a it's a decent move. Um, we'll see what he's got. Apparently, he has like most veteran players that get signed to minor league contracts. Um, he has an opt out available to him if he's not called up to the big league club by the end of this month. So yeah, because he was placed in Reno. Yes, he's AAA in AAA. Reno. Yep. Um, like you mentioned, the money not really a factor. It's yeah, veterans minimum kind of thing. So it's not a huge uh, risk, like you mentioned. But I, I, with that fifth spot in the rotation, I can understand a team, and the Diamondbacks are this team right now. They are somewhat competitive. They're hovering mm-hmm. around five hundred. They have a shot at one of the now three wild cards because playoffs got expanded. And while you're in contention for that, yeah, take a swing on a guy who had some former glory and is reuniting with somebody that you really like in your pitching staff. Yeah, why not? I I, I get that. I do still, and you've said this week after week after week, so I'm stealing it from you. I do still want to see Corbin Martin. I do still want to see more of Tyler Gilbert. Yes, please. 
Tyler um, Gilbert starting today, by the way, right. the game against the, the Reds. So at least in the immediate, this is not going to impact that. Um, but I do want to see those young guys. I think if we get to the point where we're in late July and the Diamondbacks are not competing for that wild card, then I think we start to see an organizational shift and maybe Dallas Keuchel doesn't sure. need to be here. Yeah. Um, but in the in the immediate, yeah, they're contending somewhat uh, for that wild card. I like this opportunity. I like it for Dallas Keuchel, a chance for him to kind of rekindle something that he's m- missed for the last couple of years. And who better to do it with than your former pitching coach, who's done wonders for other players in this organization? Yeah. I like it a lot. And the opt-out, yeah, that that fits for him. It, it works on all levels for me. Well, what, I, what I'm guessing will happen is he'll probably get not really it's not a rehab start but he'll probably get a tune up out in, in in Reno yeah. and then they'll call him up and then then he'll really be reunited with Brent Strom because Brent Strom obviously I mean I'm sure he's talking to Dallas Keuchel in AAA Reno but he's not hands on with him so they'll want to get some hands on uh you know dealings with Brent Strom and Dallas Keuchel so uh, I I'm guess that's what I'm guessing will happen I don't know he'll probably get some warm up outing a tune up in Reno and then get called up uh when and this spot in the rotation that's today with Tyler Gilbert starting in Humberto Castellanos' place when that spot rolls around again. Well, I'm guessing that's what we'll see. But yeah, I'm intrigued. That um, could be what? Like this weekend or maybe early next week? Five days from now. Probably early next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. I don't, and it all depends on if they are going to do that with Dallas Keuchel. Otherwise, why send him to Reno? I don't, there's no really reason to. Send him to Reno unless he's going to get some kind of tune-up start. Well, and the plan um, the plan could be several of those. It could be multiple. I mean, if the opt-out is for the end of the month, today is what, yeah, June he can get, 7th? Yeah, he can get a couple starts in. Yeah, he could get a few before, before they bring him up, up by the sure. end of the month. And could they could they call him up on, on uh, June 30th and just send could. him back down <laughs> so he can't opt out? You could. I mean, um, that would be kind of here's what would I, be kind of mean. Here's what I don't want to happen. Because I feel like this has happened with a few players internally in this organization. Yeah. I don't want them to use him for one start and it goes bad and then they cut him. Right. And my reasoning for that is because I feel like it does a disservice to the confidence of the player. And if if we're really invested in this Keiko thing, I know we don't have a lot invested monetarily. Yeah. Or or even like positionally. But if we're gonna try this, let's try this. Let's give it a try. Yeah. Let's not bring him in, have one bad start, and I go, ooh, I don't know. Like, is this a is this a tryout or is this an opportunity? Right. I feel like those are two different things. Yeah, definitely. And like with the Caleb Smith thing, I feel like they pulled the hook really quick on him at the beginning yeah. of the season. They did it two years in and a that's row. That's a guy you traded for and traded a and really is good player. In your organization for. and is young yeah. relatively. Ish. Yeah. yeah. So if we're gonna try this Keiko thing, I want to see a couple outings. I don't want it to be like one rough outing and then all of a sudden we we yank him. Yeah. And, and I mean, I agree. I want to see I want to see him get a couple of opportunities. Um I'm still with you. I'm I'll say it till he gets a shot. I want Corbin Martin to get a shot in the rotation. Yeah. He's starting in AAA, so maybe that's the next step is him actually starting for the Diamondbacks big league club. Um but yeah, Dallas Keuchel, I mean, it's like I said, it's a low risk, potentially high reward move for the Diamondbacks, his his pitching coach where he was at his best in Houston winning a Cy Young Award. I can't remember what year that was, 2015. 2015. Okay. Uh, Seven years Brent, ago. Yeah, Brent Strom is, was his pitching coach back then, and maybe you find 
some lightning in a bottle there. I don't know, but um, it's. I, I think it's worth. I think it's worth the. Uh, there's not even no risk. There's no risk. It's a minor league deal. I'm going to say it's worth the risk. There is no risk. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, oh well, sorry. We cut him and then we put you Tyler just, Gilbert back in the it, rotation. It, correct, exactly. Or That's exactly Martin. what happens. Um, so yeah, I'm intrigued to see what he's got. Um, 34 years old, so. Not super old, but left-handed. He's older than Madison Bumgarner, isn't that weird? Um, Matt Bum's like thirty-one. No, that's not that weird to it's me. It's kind of weird. I think it's only Matt weird. Bum just acts like such an old man. No, but I think the reason that everyone thinks Bumgarner's older than he is is because he found such peak success very early in his yeah. career. I mean, he came up you feel, and they won the World Series. You feel like a bunch he's of times. been around forever, right? When he really hasn't. He was been a World Series forever. hero when he was super young. Yeah, that's why. I mean, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Most World Series heroes are like veterans, or they've been around the block. Yeah, and so I think that's why we think that way about Bumgarner. Speaking of low risk moves, Cole Tucker is a name that you might recognize. Yes, he was a first round pick in 2014 of the Pittsburgh Pirates. As recently as 2019, he was in their top five prospects. Mm-hmm. And he is, I think he's in his mid-20s now, 25 or something like that. And he was uh, released by the Pittsburgh Pirates, picked up by the Arizona Diamondbacks. He is an Arizona native. He, came, he is. Came out of Arizona. I think he was... Mountain Point High School? Yeah, I think that I think. sounds right. Um, he was oh, like... I have it right here. Yes, Mountain Point High School. He was one of the top two players in Arizona at the time he graduated. Like I mentioned, high draft pick, high prospect. Um, for whatever reason, just didn't work out in Pittsburgh. This year, he's slashing 175, 175, 222. Yeah. That's pretty atrocious. I mean, he's a career he's a career 211 hitter. He was also Not placed great. in AAA Reno. Um, I have to think that the decision to bring him in is two-pronged. Uh, a little bit because he's from Arizona, and a lot bit because Nick Ahmed goes down with another injury. And you're just looking for some sort of insurance at shortstop. Well, and you're just excited because he's dating Vanessa Hudgens. And oh, I like Vanessa see more Hudgens a lot. Yeah, I like her a lot. She was in my favorite movie of the year last year. What movie was tick, that? Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, I never saw that. Andrew Garfield. That's a musical. You wouldn't like it. I, I feel like I'm you would like it. I'm not completely against musicals. Okay. I never saw that one. It's like a very good homage to uh, a lot of Broadway history. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's very cool. But anyway, yeah, she's a great <laughs> actress. And she happens to be with Cole Tucker. Yeah. But random. But as random. far as the player fit, um, this feels a lot like when they brought in Sergio Alcantara to me. You know, where Alcantara yeah. gets brought into the organization and I, maybe Cole Tucker gets a little bit of play. Maybe a little bit. Um, but I, mean, I think that's all it is, is a holdover. And he's a good defender. He's primarily played at shortstop. He's also played in the outfield quite a bit, honestly. I didn't know that about him. He's played 56 games in the outfield, 40 in right field, 22 in center field. He's played his most games at shortstop, though, 65 games started at I expect shortstop. to see him mostly in the infield. Yeah. So, uh, And he's a, uh, he's a career uh, fielding percentage of 979. So it's pretty good. 97%, yeah. um, only a few errors. But yeah, he's, I mean, he's a career 211 hitter. Uh, he has five home runs in his four years, 35 RBIs. Um, so, I mean, it's not, he's not hitting. That's, th- that's probably why he was uh, DFA'd by Pittsburgh, of all places. But yeah, I mean, it, that again, it's a low risk. You claimed him off waivers. He's probably he probably got some years left on his contract. If you if you need to if you want to keep him, if you think you can fix him, you think you can get him hitting. 
um, yeah, I'm I'm totally okay with it. I was hoping they would kind of do that because, and then yeah, like you said, Nick Ahmed. What does that say about his potential uh, injury with his with his shoulder? How bad is his shoulder? Is How long term is he going to need surgery? Is yeah. he going to be out for a while? Because otherwise, you just have Geraldo Perdomo, and that's your shortstop. He's played every day at short. You really have no backup there, um, outside of some minor league guys. But again, like. You're not. You're you, Sergio Alcantara is gone. He's on another team. Um, They've kind of had a rotation of this guy, like yeah. a version of this guy. The last couple of years, yeah. I mean, Ildemaro Vargas was the same way. Sure, he was kind of that tweener, like you know, too good for AAA, but not really yeah. <laughs> an awesome major league hitter. Yep. Um, so I, this is their latest attempt. Again, he's at AAA, so I don't even know when, if when they might bring him up. Yeah. Um, just got the most recent D-backs roster move uh, to my inbox just now. Tyler Gilbert recalled for today's start. You mentioned that earlier. And they optioned Taylor Widener to AAA Reno in order to make that move. We might see Cole Tucker sometime in the near future. It might happen soon. Um, I would anticipate that he gets at least a look in the major leagues. I don't think you bring him in without the intent to do that, if that makes sense. Yeah. He's going to be there eventually. Yeah, I think so. Um, Will he play a lot? Probably Probably not. not. I mean, I still think it's Perdomo's job right now. Um, But again, he can play multiple positions. He can play shortstop. He can play – he's played games at second base. And he's played games in the outfield. So – They're pretty thin at all those spots. Yeah, I mean – Like depth-wise. Right. And – if he can give you a little bit something something with the bat, that's his biggest thing, right? He's not hitting. He just doesn't hit. So uh, that's a thing they'll have to address with him and try to correct. But um, I'm not sure if this is a long play type of move. Um, I'm not sure how many years he's got on of control. But, I mean, he's pretty young and hasn't played a ton in the majors, so he's probably got a few years of control. I can look it up real fast. I don't think they do this without Nick Ahmed's injury. Sure. I, I, you're probably right about that, I mean, honestly. It, it would be nice to have that depth, I guess. But, I mean, if you just need a body, I mean, I'm sure they have them in the minor leagues. So, um, yeah, it's an intriguing move. The name rings a bell to a lot of people in Arizona, and he has a celebrity girlfriend. So, I mean, that's what's going to get the most talk. I, I guarantee you that's what will get the most talk uh, on you. social. From no, I'm, I'm not even so much worried about that. I don't, I'm don't. i interested to see what his role in the major leagues is, if he does end up playing some outfield, if he does move to second base yeah, a little he, bit. Yeah, he's got a lot of uh, years of team control left. He, yeah. He is uh, arbitration-eligible until the uh the 2027 season i want to say so, he hit a home run in his first career game too i think you're right about that not that that's like a huge indicator it's cool but something. it's not it's not yeah it's not like oh you're gonna be great right a lot of guys have done that all right but so, yeah that's that the, i i like the moves i like the two moves i like okay. bringing in dallas keichel i like bringing in cole tucker um they cost almost nothing cole tucker's basically insurance at this point because it, it doesn't look i mean the last we've heard nick ahmed is being shut down indefinitely. That was the term that was used indefinitely, and that's right. never a good sign. So, I mean, yeah, you need you need some depth. You need because now your depth used to be Josh Rojas. Josh Rojas used to be able to be plugged in here and there and everywhere. Well, but now he's your everyday third baseman, so you right. need that guy to help you know take the load off of some other guys. Like because Cole Tucker, like I said, can play multiple positions, including the outfield. So you can pretty much put him in anywhere. And not that this really plays into it any at all, but you've got Jordan Lawler, your first round pick from last year, top five pick, I think he was. Yeah. 
who's a shortstop, and he's out indefinitely as well with uh, bone growth in his back, I think it was. So, I mean, not that that impacts this decision, but that's another shortstop in your organization. How many shortstops do you have in an organization? Like, I don't know, 10 or 12 total? The only other guy that comes to mind off the top of my head is Blaze Alexander. Is he playing primarily shortstop? I think so. Okay. But I don't know for sure. I haven't really looked. He's got a killer arm. Yeah. I know that about him. He's got a cool name. Well, yeah, Blaze. That's a super <laughs> awesome name. They the Diamondbacks have a lot of guys with cool names. Seth Beer, Blaze Alexander, Stone Garrett, yeah, Buddy Kennedy. They do have some really good names. Some good baseball names. I even like like Slade, Jazz Chisholm, Slade Sacconi, Slade, Slade. That's a cool name, Slade. I feel. Are they drafting secretly based on how cool your name is? <laughs> That's like because if that's the case, I feel like I might have a chance. That's like the people <laughs> that fill out their March Madness bracket about how cool the mascot is or something like that. Right. All right. So two low risk moves doesn't cost the Diamondbacks much. Maybe they rekindle some of the magic that Dallas Keuchel had in Houston. Maybe Cole Tucker turns into a little bit of something at the shortstop. I like position. some moves. I like them. They're, I think we both they like can. Them. They they can help this team right now um, if they if they get called up soon. Hopefully. Um, I think they can help right now if, if, if they, you know, if, if Cole Tucker can start hitting a little bit and Brent Strom can figure out something with Dallas Keuchel, I think these are two good signings. We will soon find out whether or not those two players will make a dramatic impact for the Major League Ball Club. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. We do these oh, regularly. This one, kind of an emergency podcast because of two big signings for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm Steve Zinsmeister for Cody Fincher as well. You've been listening to the Ain't No Fang podcast here at ArizonaSports.com and on the Arizona Sports app.